What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Mongols Podcast, sponsored by Roughnecks Cars. I'm Mike. With me is Kevin Josh. Joining us this week is the original Pittsburgh kid and captain of the Pittsburgh Hotspurs, Nikki Kalarik. Nikki shares all sorts of details about the Hotspurs, some fun stories from his Hounds days, and more. It's a lot of fun. Let's go! I think that's a great question. Now we got to get into the nitty-gritty. Nikki, welcome to the show, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Really looking forward to this. No, absolutely. And, you know, you're you're one of the original, you know, sort of Pittsburgh kids in that you were born here. You've played for multiple pro teams here. So for those who don't know sort of your whole backstory, walk everyone through sort of everything that you've done soccer-wise in Pittsburgh um, through your whole, you know, career here. Yeah, so basically I guess I'll just start from the beginning. Grew up playing here uh, from West Allegheny area. It's near the airport. Um, played for Century United and then PA West ODP growing up and uh, found my way going to St. Francis. It's a really small Division One school in Robert Morris's conference that people are familiar with. And uh, from there, played four years, did pretty well. Uh, had a chance to go to the Rapids preseason. And then uh, things didn't really work out and was looking elsewhere. Went to play uh, PDL for the Michigan Bucks, uh, and that was an awesome experience. We actually won the whole PDL, and then from that, the Riverhounds actually had a PDL team that year, and they saw me play a couple of times against them and uh, signed with the first team for the Riverhounds. Two years there, it was good. Kind of uh, first year was amazing, made the playoffs. Second year was a little rough, but um, after that, signed with uh, the Ambush in the indoor league in St. Louis, and um, basically after that, the one season ended it was uh very interesting the indoor game it's like hockey and i don't know it's, it's really crazy but um after that played for uh fort pitt for a bit until they folded for about two years and now uh find myself with the hotspur so it's pretty much a simple layout of it but if you guys have any uh other questions about it go for it i was gonna say you you've clearly sort of been around the block which is awesome um yeah there was a once once word got out that uh, we were having you on the show. We had a couple questions come in on Twitter. Um, you mentioned the Rapids. How was your or Matt Williams specifically asked? How was your experience with the Rapids? Yeah, it was unreal. Uh, so I was uh, in my fall semester. It was pretty much right after the St. Francis season ended. I did pretty well that year. Uh, and there, uh, Brian Crook, I mean, he's like their player development guy, reached out to me. They brought me out there, uh, stayed in the hotel for about a month, and trained with them. In the indoor facility, it was like snowing, feet to snow up there, so that was interesting. But, um, yeah, it went, went good. Unfortunately, it didn't work out. They weren't looking for my type of player. But, uh, yeah, I got a good experience and met a bunch of cool guys. So That's awesome. And then also, I, I saw it on your Wikipedia page, but were you offered to play in Iceland? Yeah, correct. I was. That was in between that, like me getting offered to go to preseason with the Rapids and then kind of I kind of really wanted to stay here it was the second division in Iceland and they actually uh had a really good year that year and they were offering some good benefits as well but I kind of always wanted to just play professionally in like my country and eventually for the Riverhounds here and kind of stay in Pittsburgh or the state so 
just out of curiosity, how does like uh, how does an offer like that come about? Was that a case of sort of you reaching out to them and just sort of testing the waters, or did they come to you and say, "Hey, come come play in the second division in Iceland"? How does that work? Yeah, so it was really strange. I actually got a Facebook message from I guess he's like their main recruiter, but he also recruits for other teams in Iceland. And I guess he says every year he tries to find like a college kid who's a senior and obviously doesn't have eligibility left and if they want to come over off of I guess video because that's only he saw my stats and video and kind of offered me a, a spot there but yeah it's kind of weird came through Facebook and then chatted with the guy in email and Skype and stuff so <laughs> that's that's kind of crazy <laughs> through Facebook yeah right. like <laughs> yeah I can just imagine being like is this real is this fake uh, <laughs> um that's so, what I, I at first I, it was interesting and then he gave me his email and then I skyped with him and he was like showing me different layouts of the field and all this stuff and I was like it's it's pretty decent so <laughs> so with your time with the hounds just a quick follow-up uh, on that whole part of your life uh who's your uh, favorite teammate yeah uh so I lived with Willie Hunt and Mike Green. So those two guys have a special <laughs> special place in my heart. Um, yeah, definitely did a lot with them. Was, probably was with them every single day. So definitely those two guys. And obviously I love playing with them on the field. Nice, nice. So going away from Pittsburgh, do you have like a favorite uh, non-Pittsburgh team that you follow? Yeah, so actually, well, one, I'm, I'm, I'm Croatian, almost 100%. So I follow the national team pretty heavily. And then... Um, also, Arsenal. It's a rough time for us right now. But, uh, <laughs> grew up when the Invincible, so that was a pretty cool time. But yeah, obviously, right now it's a it's a little tough to be a Gunner fan. And kind of continuing on with the like more general soccer questions. Um, I, like I don't know, as a kid growing up, like everyone I knew, you, know, you always kind of pretend like you're a player that you look up to when you're playing like out in the street or in the backyard or whatever. And um, and you know, obviously, that continues throughout your career and everything. Who was there a player like as you were a kid, you like pretended like you were them, and like has that continued? You model yourself after a player. Definitely. So, um, as a kid, I don't know if you guys remember Kobe Jones. He was oh, on LA yeah. Galaxy. And, yeah. So I absolutely loved him, and he wore number thirteen, and that's the number I try to get every time I'm on a new team and try and keep it. So I absolutely loved him. And then uh, as I got older, just kind of, I mean, I mentioned before, I'm a big Croatian guy, so Luka Modric is just unreal, and we kind of play similar roles in the midfield and just kind of model my game off him. Anytime he is, he's on TV or I get a chance to watch a highlight of him, I'm, like, glued to it. So, Just kind of following up with the whole, like, Croatian thing, I just want to pick your brain a bit more about the Croatian soccer. Yeah. I mean, it is, it's, it's really interesting how... I mean, relatively, just from like a pure population size, Croatia is a very fairly small, you know, country in in on the world stage of soccer. Yet, I mean, they've they, they've kind of had like a golden age recently, right? I mean, they get to the World Cup final recently. Modric is winning, you know, Ballon d'Or last year, and um, like that that has to be really awesome to be following the Croatian team right now. Oh, it's unbelievable! It's like I don't even know how to describe it because, yeah, like you said, I mean the population is relatively very small over there. And just to see how much success they have against some of the bigger countries, like population wise, or even just, just soccer wise in general. So it's unreal. I've never got a chance to visit over there and I want to, cause I still have some family, but even when Nico Katic was here, mm-hmm. just talking to him about that, it's, it's massive for over there in the game, of course. So it's, I love to see it. 
<laughs> That's pretty awesome. So uh, bringing it back to uh, Pittsburgh. So you were the first signing for the Hotspurs. Uh, how did they like pitch you on the whole thing, and, and what made you decide to go with them? Yeah, so basically it, I was in like a weird period of time because um, Fort Pitt just folded, and I didn't know whether I was going to go somewhere else to play or stay here and continue working and other stuff like that. So uh, I actually got a message over email from uh, Tomo, who you guys had on the show about a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. um, he just kind of sold me on what they were doing, and it's going to be the first year. So uh, like just getting into everything might be tough at first, but – what they're what they're trying to do is like build the pathway to pro for the youth level and the way they want to play the game is like the right way possession style and obviously keep the ball built from the back so um just what he said was really made me want to do it and obviously being like the first signing and the kid from pittsburgh i thought it could help out the club as well and now that you're their captain. You've been named to the NPSL All Eastern Conference team for the past three years. You're obviously one of the bigger names in the league. For people who don't know anything about the NPSL, what are some of the things that kind of make it unique, and and what's it like playing in that league? Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I mean, um, it's it's relatively short, but it's always very competitive, very high paced. A lot of the players are pretty athletic, but also like to play. So. If you're going to come out to a game, you're going to see good soccer and obviously good competition. Um, it's 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 also unique in how you can have – we had, like, high school age kids on the team, or we had me, who's an old guy who's, like, 28 years old. So <laughs> it's kind of cool to see players develop through the season and just see the different levels of ages and stuff out there on the pitch. You mentioned that, you know, it's it's kind of a short season – give us some insight you know obviously you're you're the captain you play for the team what's how do you sort of stay in shape all year what's your off season like like you know what are you what are you uh what are you doing right now to sort of gear up for things yeah well actually i just got back from the gym so <laughs> good timing on that but uh, <laughs> uh yeah just just stay fit as best possible many touches on the ball as possible and then obviously in the winter it's a little bit harder to get outside but try and get touches and use the treadmill for fitness and then um like, training-wise, is a little tough because sometimes we'll have games, like three games a week, which isn't really ideal. Mm-hmm. So it's more about just doing, like, the proper recovery sessions and making sure your legs are good, especially for a guy like me who 90 minutes can be sometimes pretty tough on these old legs, a lot of miles. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's basically like that. Um, really, in the season, the training, Tom, Coach Tom puts us through really good sessions, and he knows when to push us and not to after, like, a tough game or match. So the the tryouts are coming up uh, December twenty first at Lytton Middle School. Um, just what kind of players are, are is the team looking for in particular, like ages or experience levels, positions, stuff like that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, last year I said this before we had some high school kids on the team, and then we had guys up to my age, a couple guys twenty eight, twenty seven years old. Um, but yeah, it's, it's really good for college kids to come out and uh, play over the summer. It's only going to make you better for your college season, and then if you want to keep playing after college. So really any, any age from high school up till you think you can still play, um, come out, give it a try. We play the right way. If you're a technical player, uh, you'll fit the system very well. So if uh, players are interested in coming out, uh, what should they do? Yeah. So either go on the Hotspurs website and there's a link for the first team and it'll have the tryout link on there and give you all the information or, Give uh, the Hotspurs a follow on any of the social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. They'll have all the information for you there. 
what's the training schedule like for if you are on the team? <laughs> Just out of curiosity. Yeah. So uh, last year training was in the morning at 6 a.m., which is a little rough. But uh, <laughs> there's, I think we're switching it this year to later at night because some of the guys who have jobs like myself, uh, it works better with our schedules. And even some of the college kids I don't think really enjoy getting up at <laughs> 6 a.m. So, um, yeah, Coach Tom is definitely going to figure out what time works best for the team, and then we'll go up, go from there. But what uh, what time did you guys uh, practice when you were on the hounds? Uh, when we were on the hounds, that was around 9 a.m. <laughs> okay, I'm just so curious. Not, yeah, the difference. yeah, not super early. It's like 9 a.m. Be there at 8. If you didn't show up by 8, you got fined by big Kevin Kerr. So. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. I feel like there's something here. So, you know, is it was Kevin sort of the, the hammer when you were there, just sort of keeping everybody in line? He was so he was the uh, fine collector at the time because if I can remember correctly, I don't think he was the captain yet. I think it was Are- Anthony Arena and uh-huh. Danny Earls. Danny Earls. So yeah, 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 those two were the captains, and yeah, Danny was obviously the hammer. The guy's a legend, but yeah, Kevin was leader of the fines that year, and anytime you were late, he was he was on you for the money. So, <laughs> <laughs> so wait, hold on. These fines were they like legit team fines, or did he just like collect them and then put them in his pocket, or what happened to the money <laughs> here? <laughs> No, yeah, so uh, we basically, before the year started, we came up as a group with, like, fines, basically, if you show up late to practice a video session or wear, like, the wrong gear to training or don't have that gear or whatever, it's a fine, and, uh, yeah, he doesn't pocket it, but uh, he kept it in just, like, his locker area, and at the end of the year, we all had, like, a team party together. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so it was good. (laughs) That's awesome. Um. We had we had some more Twitter questions. Keaton Jennings asked, "Could you see yourself going into a player coach role in the coming years for the uh, Hotspurs NPSL team?" Yeah, definitely. That's something that I actually thought about. And if like the Hotspurs obviously are on board with it, I would love to do that. Um, right now, just trying to do what's best for the club, obviously, and want to win as many matches as possible, especially with it being a new club. But also, um, basically see how long how much longer i can play as well each each year i kind of in the off season just take a moment to like step back from the game and not really do much for like the first month or two at, at the off season and then get back into it and see how i feel so hopefully i can keep playing for a long time but we'll see time will tell is that i mean you know we talked to to robbie vincent about the same sort of thing where you know he sort of went through that decision process of how long do i play versus you know when do i start coaching in the back of your mind have you always sort of thought like once i'm done i'd like to coach or is this something new that's sort of come to you obviously you've been playing for the vast majority of your life do you just want to continue to be involved moving forward or do you think there will be a point where you're just like eh, i'm gonna step aside and maybe just be a fan yeah, I think I think there always is a point in every player's life where they have to come to that like realization or just step away from the game. So I I could see myself doing that, just don't know when yet. But uh, also on the coaching side, I, whenever I was with the Hounds, I kind of did some work with their academy team and then um, actually helped coach high school for a little bit as well. So I do enjoy coaching, and obviously, if you're not playing, that keeps you in the game, and you still have like a passion to help kids, and especially in the Pittsburgh area, grow the game. So. Yeah, definitely. That, that's definitely a possibility for sure. That's awesome. 
So just kind of wrapping up here, we talked to Coach Tomo a few weeks back, as you already mentioned, and he mentioned at the time like a Kickstarter-like program where people can donate to the Hotspurs organization. Uh, we're just wondering if, if you have any information on on when that might be available. Yeah, so um, that actually just got put up today uh, on the website. If you go on the website, there's a link for it, and they have certain things like jerseys with your name on the back or like a beanie. Um, that you can buy and the money would go to the team. There's also some new things. I think they're trying to get like their own beer called like Hop Spurs. So nice. <laughs> that could be pretty interesting. Yeah, I would like to try some of that if that comes out eventually. So that would be nice. But yeah, if you go on the club website, there should be a link there. And then from there on, it's up to you what you want to buy or donate or whatever. This has been Awesome. Nikki, we really appreciate you joining us. Um, we love the stories. Um, obviously, best of luck, you know, this upcoming season, the off season, everything with hot spurs. Everyone be sure to go follow Nikki on Twitter at Nikki underscore flash underscore John. Um, thanks again, man. This was great. Yeah, of course. Been listening to you guys for a while. You guys do a great job. And then uh, hopefully you guys can get out to a game. I can stop over and say hello. Sweet. That'd be oh, awesome. Good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, thanks, awesome, guys. All right, guys. So great stuff from Nikki. Um, really appreciate talking to him. So, so some of the uh, the old hound stories were quite enjoyable. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> some names. Do you think Kevin Kerr would like? I just don't picture him being that imposing. Like as <laughs> if he came to me like collecting money and be like, "Come on, like you're you have, a, you have an awesome Scottish accent. You're like you're not that tall." Like, I'm like a, like, oh no, that 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 silent brooding look. I, I yeah, think that's maybe. good. And yeah. maybe also you have Danny Earls behind him. Yeah, that's yeah. Say. <laughs> Danny Earls back. I could see that one. Yeah. yeah, that would work. We'll have to have Nikki back on just to talk about like stories of of living with Danny Earls and Mike Green, uh, or not not Danny Earls. Um, crap! Now it already escaped me. Uh, Willie Hunt. Willie Hunt. Oh, Willie Hunt. Yeah, Willie Hunt, Hunt and yeah. Mike Green. I mean, that sounds like a trio right there. Um, right. Yeah, <laughs> but no, that was fantastic. Um, Thanks again to Nikki for stopping by. Guys, not a lot of uh, other news this week. Um, I know this upcoming week, we're hoping to hear some uh, official signing announcements from the Hounds. I think the uh, the final date to pick up players' options was going to be November 30th. So either players have been picked up or they haven't. So we're either going to hear from the Hounds about whose options have been picked up or we're going to start hearing that people have signed elsewhere. Um, so yeah, probably uh, you know they're waiting until after we recorded so that way we couldn't talk about it on the podcast. Of course, so I'm sure all the announcements are going to happen on Tuesday. I yeah. mean that that just makes sense. <laughs> you know, Cyber Monday they got to push all the deals at the store and things like that. Yeah, so yeah. save the signings for tomorrow. Um, guys, I guess anything else for this one? I know it's a shorter episode, but uh, you know, like I said, not a lot going on. No, I mean the only other thing to plug. I mean, yeah, I was checking out the Hotspurs we- uh, website. Um, yeah, no, their jerseys are awesome. Like oh, yeah, if, yeah. if, if you're interested in getting some kind of, you know, like unique local community type, you know, stuff, I mean, the, it, their jerseys are really cool. Um, so yeah, I would highly recommend going to the website and, uh, and doing whatever you can, whether it's donating or buying a jersey or it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I mean, not even just the jerseys. The the t-shirts are really sick as cool, uh, sick as well. And I think the other cool thing is, is I know last summer we talked a lot about supporting sort of Steel City FC. Now they're all the same organization, so you're basically supporting yeah. both teams in one, which is great. Yeah, so, for sure. 
Speaking of, you know, cool local jerseys, kits, and that kind of stuff. Hey, uh, what's going on with the the Mongols kit? How's that going on? Yeah, I just tweeted it out today. Um, a lot of people have been asking, <laughs> hey, I haven't heard anything about the kit. Um, we placed the order back, I think it was November 7th. And basically they said four to six weeks from the time that they placed the or that we placed the order to when we'll have them in our hands. So um, we haven't heard anything back yet. I, I emailed the company. Uh, as soon as I hear anything, I will let everybody know um, sort of official dates of when we should get them. And as soon as I get them, my goal is to try to turn them around that day and get them out. Because like I said, the, the goal has always been to try to get them to everybody before the holidays. So, um, Kev, you may just have to wait until you're actually here to get yours. But everybody else should probably have theirs. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Four dollars a month for this kind of service is <laughs> I love the fact that you're a supporter of the podcast you're on. A Patreon supporter of the podcast you're on. You gotta love yourself, Josh. You gotta right. have that. I am not a patron of this podcast. You gotta, gotta invest in yourself. That's what I say. Speaking of Patreon, uh, last week we had sort of our, our first Mongols after show. Uh, and uh, we'll be doing it again this week. If you want to hear sort of our ramblings after we get done recording, basically what happens is we always record a show, and then we always hit stop on the recording, and then we end up rambling for another 15, 20 minutes. And uh, Josh, I think it was your idea, said, let's just start recording this, and like we can you know, give this to the Patreon followers uh, as a little thank you um because a lot of times it is soccer related there the number of times that we've stopped recording we've said oh we should have just kept recording um is too many to count so if you want to hear the latest edition of the mongols after hours head over to patreon um sign up be a subscriber you can even be in the one dollar tier per month it doesn't matter uh you'll get those episodes um if you want to find it go to mongols.com click on become a supporter it'll take you right there uh last week we answered some questions from um one of the patreon supporters this week I have a pretty uh, epic um, Thanksgiving battle story that I plan on sharing with you guys that we didn't talk about <laughs> off air already that uh, it made me, it, it legit made me feel like I was in Lord of the Rings. Um, so if you're wondering what I'm talking about, head over to Patreon, become a subscriber. Um, if you already are, it'll show up in your email as soon as we post it later this evening. Um, but yeah, really great stuff. So head over there. Otherwise, guys, I... Th- think that's it for this one thank you to nikki for stopping by obviously make sure that you go check out and support Hotspurs. um as we've said before they're doing great stuff thanks to our sponsor roughneck scarves official scarf supplier to usl mls uh us soccer get custom scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com you can follow us on twitter at mongols uh email us at mongols at bgn.fm subscribe to the show on itunes google play stitcher pocket cast wherever you get your podcasts um otherwise Let us know what you thought about this show. Thanks, everybody. We'll talk to you very, very soon. Cheers. Later.